We are back to In and Out Character, episode 23. Hooray, hooray. Uh, good news, I want to let you guys know, I already have everything up to episode 30 uh, recorded and edited and ready to go. So up until next year, we are going to have every uh, every an episode out every Thursday, which is a big deal. And the reason why this is a big deal is because I want to work on other projects, not only for this audio podcast channel but also for the youtube channel which this podcast also comes out on uh called the core role players guild where i'm going to do stuff for mmo role players and i want to start working on a few other different things but i can only do one project at a time and the plan is is to have a stockpile of content ready to go and ready to release that way i can go work on more content on the side and as always i am so happy to have you and everyone else on this journey with me as we go through and we reach out to more of the community and help the community. All right, but well, I've talked enough about me. So today I am talking to someone named Wesley and oh boy, did we have so much fun chatting. Oh man, you guys are going to hear it. Uh, I get a little carried away sometimes and I apologize for that, warning you now, but Wesley is a part of the Roleplay Rejects and I just, he was so much fun to get to talk to him. I think that personally, he is a very, very funny, entertaining man. And I hope you think so as well. And please go check out their podcast. They are wonderful. <laughs> and also, thank you so much for, for coming on. And I'm so sorry it took me so long to no, reach no, out to you. No, no, it's totally fine. I, like, that's mostly a meme when I go like, oh, he hates me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I, was... I hope you didn't feel pressured to interview me. No, no, no. I had every intention of asking you to come on. I just, with with life, I, with life and everything, I just got busy and and everything just sort of fell through for a while there. Yeah, but no worries. I hope things are a little less hectic now. Oh, God, yes. Much, 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 much better. Sick, sick. Uh, um, so though I used to do this thing where I would introduce the, the, the guest of the podcast live in front of them. Like I used to be like, Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to in and out with the other person there. Uh, it feels too weird. Uh, so I started to uh, do that in post. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I, because people would talk to me and they're like, wow, that, that interview, I uh, was very, the, the interview felt very rigid. And I was like, mm. well, it's not supposed to be an interview. It's just supposed to be. A conversation between yeah. two people and a hobby mm-hmm. uh and so yeah i'm not gonna do any of that hi wesley hey how you doing <laughs> man i'm good <laughs> i'm so good like i said i'm so glad i could finally have you on here to talk about this i think this is fun yeah i've been um, wanting to have you on for god since since i first decided to ask damien uh, about coming on the podcast like i wanted to have everybody on mm-hmm. i just uh i just I didn't know how to ask people at first. Honestly, that makes sense. I feel like, I mean, I don't know if that's a common issue you have, but I feel like that's an issue I would have is like, hey, you want to talk to me about role playing? Or, you know, like, <laughs> it's so weird because it's like, okay, so role playing is normally something done. Like, like it's at least in the MMO world, it's mm-hmm. something that's done and you really don't have to kind of communicate out of character with other players that much yeah. as long as you're being respectful and, you know, just just um, trying to bring a, a nice story to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tabletops, of course, you have to be there face to face with the other t- people unless you're online. 
but you're still kind of like communicating out of character to say, hey, I'm going to do this, and hey, let's do that. Uh, mm. So I still haven't broken out of, since MMO role-playing is like my primary source of role-playing, I still haven't broken out of that weird, oh, I gotta fucking actually ask people <laughs> to join me, and they have no idea who I am. I'm just some random stranger online who's just like, hey, I see you uh, role-playing over there. You want to Come on to my podcast. Have you ever played critically acclaimed RPG Final Fantasy fourteen? I have. I have played. You know, you can have acclaimed. the RP tag. Yes, I it's, have. You don't have that in real life, right? I know. Uh, even if you like, it's like that when someone sends you a tell just because they see you have the RP tag and they're like, "Hey, couldn't help but notice." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and a lot of um, a lot of I think. Yeah, uh, so a lot of the other MMOs, actually, I'm going to say almost every other MMO besides for the critically acclaimed MMO, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, doesn't have that roleplay tag. That's like the only one that I've played in that has that ability to say, hey, I'm in character. Mm -hmm. Uh, That space game, like with World of Warcraft, you have to get mods uh, or like add-ons. And ESO, I don't even know if there's an add-on to let you do that you just kind of have to figure out if someone's role-playing or not yeah uh, you just you cross your fingers <laughs> yeah you just go to the hub and you hope this person is in character or else you're gonna look like a real jackass yeah oh man speaking of the critically acclaimed mmo final fantasy 14 mm. have you heard about uh I, i'm pretty sure you have i think i saw you talk about it but mm-hmm. you you've noticed that there is a another tabletop for the game itself i did yeah someone posted it in our discord actually it was on my radar a little bit prior to that as well mm-hmm. um but because i'm such a fanatic <laughs> about Final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. i didn't want to bring it up with the roleplay rejects so i didn't want to be like <laughs> let me force my hobby upon you <laughs> like, you know i get it i know i really get it because i'm the same way like i i love warframe to death i bug my friends about this one game so fucking much and i i desperately desperately want to play like a warframe tabletop and i know for a fact if a warframe tabletop were to actually come out I would, I would, I would really be genuinely interested in playing it because I would just, I want to see the mechanics and stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't want to bring it to my friends because they know that <laughs> I'm just obsessed with this game and I don't want to, I don't want to bug them about it. Yeah, and and it's like I, they wouldn't mind, right? Like I'm sure they wouldn't, but I just didn't want it to be the, like the first thing I look into, and um, so I, I'm just waiting. I was just waiting to bring it up, but. I'm, <laughs> Like, I got mentioned in the Discord, so, like, they know about it now, and Damien's like, oh, I got dibs, but obviously he doesn't. But, yeah, obviously, um, you got it, because uh, yeah. uh, uh, from uh, looking back over at your uh, Discord channel, you you raid in the game and I stuff like that. Yeah, I was your raider, like, asterisk, because um, static really fall apart, right? <laughs> but but I do enjoy the Savage Share, I enjoy raiding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I, I, if you ever, listen, if you ever want me to, because I know Damien. Mm-hmm. you know through through the discord and stuff like that mm-hmm. if you ever want me to to bring something up final fantasy wise <laughs> i will do it i appreciate and, that and you can you can bounce off of that i'll be like hey guys look at this thing here and then you can just take it from my hands and just run off yeah, with it. Yeah. i'll be like wow what a totally unprompted conversation <laughs> <laughs> i'll be more than happy to do you, do you have have you ever out of curiosity have you ever even 
tried to role play in in the game well so that's actually what i it's funny now because i'm like i'm a savage raider but i got into the game exclusively to role play did you um yeah i got i had this friend who was he was like he's he's my buddy who got me into the game zach i know you're not listening but if you are you're a cool guy um he so he was into final fantasy 14 for like quite some time i think he played it since like launch mm-hmm. um and we would talk about role-playing sometimes because we were both into D and like other ttrpgs mm-hmm. never really like he had experience role-playing in mmos i really mm-hmm. hadn't Mm-hmm. um i played a like i role played a little bit on like some mmos like back in the day like ragnarok online and oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> god i haven't heard that name and oh that was that didn't that wasn't even in my mind i completely forgot that existed i used to play i used to look for the next mmo so desperately i played that i played trickster if you've heard of that i played maple story fly for fun maple uh, story yeah i, I played that I used to play a lot of MMOs, but I roleplayed it only a little bit in a few of them just because, mm-hmm. like, I, like, it was pretty new to me at the time, and, like, I didn't really know what to do, and, like, when you're, like, relatively young, like, you're not that great of a writer, your friends aren't that great of writers, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I just kept falling out of it, but then he brought up Final Fantasy fourteen, and he was like, hey, look, dude, we can... I've been because he was part of a role playing free company before, so he was like, "Look, we can." I've always wanted to make my own. I think it'd be cool if you were there. We can have like this group or whatever, and like mm-hmm. do do whatever, right? So, so my character to this day, Kotada Borlak, my warrior of light, is still like the character I made to be siblings with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I had a really great time. If Final Fantasy, I feel like it has such because the party finder is just full of people trying to role play, right? Right. So really easy to just be like, "Well, let's pick one of these places and just hang out." So yeah. I don't know role-playing in final fantasy Fantasy 14 is one of my favorite places to role-play and i'm so mad at myself like i'm a part of a role-playing free company on um mattius and stuff like that like i i am not short for role-play on Mm -hmm. the 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 game itself i just don't have enough time to get on there and and role-play anymore Mm -hmm. and that sucks because um i i think that final fantasy 14 has one of the uh, best places like like overall the whole ass game to role play with and i know that's saying something like compared to elder scrolls online and world of warcraft i just mm-hmm. feel like final fantasy 14 i'm sorry the critically acclaimed yeah. mmo final fantasy 14 <laughs> uh is um our ff xiv mm-hmm. for those uh for those who are not scrubs yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it just has such a delightful atmosphere about it you know what i mean no i i agree completely if and like it just feels so it feels so easy to mm-hmm. like RP in that game like you you have like yes it just it, it's effortless like you have all these venues that you can go to that you can easily find mm-hmm. everyone walking around with the rp tags up like everyone oh god everyone's advertising fun. all the time yes dude like it's just it, especially if you're on crystal right like it's mm-hmm. it's almost hard not to role play if you're on yes yeah oh and now that the now with the addition of them being able to like jump from servers Mm -hmm. to servers it's just so much easier now to go role playing you do not even have to be on the role play server like you used to be able to now you can just go visit yeah you can just go visit and and role play and then if you want to keep like in contact with the people you role play just ask them for their discord if they're comfortable Mm -hmm. with that or or ask them for their friends requests you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It's so sick. It's so sick. Real, like to think about role playing in any other MMO now, because it's like at most, kind of like you were saying, they don't have like 
it's never it doesn't seem like such a focus like it is in Final Fantasy 14 critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So it's like at most you'll have like worlds or servers that are like RP worlds or RP servers, but you still don't know who in there because some people just join the first world they see on the server list, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't know who's actually RPing. But in Final Fantasy, it's like such. I feel like so much of the community RPs that you're just not hard pressed to find people. Right. Um. And in World of Warcraft now it seems like okay. So it used to be like, um. Oh, what was the name of the server? Fuck. I. I was a part of it. Wormrest Accord? Wormrest Accord, is that what it was called? I couldn't tell you. I've never played a while. From uh, I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I, I don't play with WoW much either. Uh, and the reason being is is stupid, but I'll get into that in a second. But mm. with like World of Warcraft, you, you used to have just the the big, the two big role, uh, roleplay servers, which was Moonguard and Wormrest Accord. I believe Wormrest Accord. Um and i dropped out of it some time ago like i dropped out of it i think like three four years ago and i kind of came back to kind of like catch up on the scene and no matter which server you were on you always had role play for both sides you just you know you went to the general hubs Mm -hmm. and there would people be there and now i went back and moon guard seems to be nothing but alliance now and mm. very little horde, and vice versa. Wormrest has like no alliance roleplay presence at mm. all anymore. It might have changed in like the last couple of months because it has been a few months since I logged back in to kind of check things out. But right now, it's just it's so difficult to uh, find the roleplay unless you're just a part of the community already and sort of know where to go and find it. Mm-hmm. And same with Elder Scrolls Online. Um, and don't get me started on Star Wars. I have. No idea where to go in Star Wars for roleplay anymore. Yeah, I, I wish I played Star Wars because it, it seems like such a fun game. And I'm sure like the RP community that is there is super mm. fun. But I've, yeah. I've never played it before for literally no reason. Like it sounds like a good time. I've heard the game's really good. I've just mm-hmm. Yeah, there's updates coming out for it. Like they updated mm-hmm. the graphics not too long ago. Yeah. It, like it it, it 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 would be right up my alley and I still have an account. I just I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't. That's 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 all there is to it. And Guild Wars Two roleplay scene is kind of the same way in terms of difficulty, but it goes even fucking further. Excuse my language, no, because there is a set. There is a section in Guild Wars Two. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm leaving. I'm letting you in on a deep secret, deep mm-hmm. lore here. Um. So there's this area in one of the in in like the biggest cities of guild wars 2 that you have to enter through like a zoning door right and that's mm-hmm. sort of like a personal part of town that your character gets in the story i believe and you can make decisions for that part of the town yada yada but if you go up to this bridge you jump over the railing onto a roof you can just, you can glide into this area and inside this area since it's unzoned there are all these fucking role players just <laughs> stuck in there, but you have to literally glitch the game <laughs> in order funny. to role play in Guild Wars Two. Crazy! Well, thanks for the tip. Now I know where to go. Yeah, <laughs> if you ever want to know, I'll, I'll show you exactly how to do it. It's it is quite entertaining on how like the differences in, in, in like environment and atmosphere that you can find between each and every single game which mm-hmm. leads me all back to say yes i agree the critically acclaimed mmo final fantasy 14 is probably the easiest to get role play in 
Mm-hmm, absolutely. It's it's interesting too because I feel like I like looking at Final Fantasy fourteen, I understand why the RP community is so big, right? Because mm-hmm. of because of how it's structured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always wonder about other MMORPGs because it's like if you're if you've never role played before, right? And you're like, Oh, I kinda wanna get into it, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so hard in every other game. Like like how do I like who do I just you know, like I guess mm-hmm. I would look at forums and stuff, but like mm-hmm. it just seems just- so hard. Yeah, you just have to either stumble into it. You just have mm-hmm. to, for the most part, in in mostly every other game. Uh, and sorry, listeners, we are. I know we're gushing a lot about Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> here, but in every other MMO, you just sort of have to stumble into it. Whereas yeah, you have to know a guy, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to like know a friend and hope to God that friend knows other friends. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I have so many horror stories about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you get into role playing in general? Like, like, what was your what was the what was your origin story for role playing? I can I can guess if you want me to, but it's it's gonna be uh, a copy pasta of Batman. A copy pasta of Batman. Yeah, Batman. let's like Don't like you, you 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 can't you got off of uh you you left the you left the theater with your family one one night and you walked down an alley with them and a guy came around the corner with. <laughs> a bunch of uh with a, like a book and a gm screen and he goes roll for initiative and and ever since that day since your parents f- failed not only not only did they fail their checks but unfortunately died when they also slipped and fell on the dice themselves you no, dice bro <laughs> you 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 studied you, you spent the rest of your life honing your skills and studying tabletops to avenge them and that's what i'm gonna go with your origin story unless you tell me otherwise okay i am gonna tell you otherwise but I do, I do, <laughs> i'm gonna keep that in my back pocket um i think i had a pretty classic start to role playing in general mm-hmm. um it was like like the classic middle school early high school on facebook right with these dumb little fantasy characters that are just like not power balance at all but i remember my first ever roleplay character his name was legacy and he was one of three siblings that could like manipulate their blood in certain ways and um it was i barely remember now because it was forever ago but it was really fun i remember thinking at the time because they all had blood magic so in theory they could all do the same things what um, system was this for out of curiosity our brains like we were literally oh, you're just pretending that. yeah typing yeah. typing away um but we all had blood magic we all manipulate our blood but we all did it in different ways, even though we could potentially all do it the same way. I just thought that was really cool. And legacy, like they all like one one um legacy had fire in his blood. Couldn't tell you why, right? <laughs> but um I thought it was super, super cool. So that was my first instance ever role playing ever, at least for like a prolonged amount of time. I had like a roleplay Facebook account for a while, but I didn't mm-hmm. do much with it because like I I just couldn't find like a good group because it was always like it ranged from like not for because I'm I'm a I'm a fan of fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. It always ranged from like people living their power fantasies and like destroying galaxies with like a flick of the wrist, right? Um, to no fantasy at all, and I just couldn't find a group that I really messed with. But that was my first ever RP was playing Legacy in his mm-hmm. trio of brothers, mm-hmm. and then my first time playing D anD D was actually horrible, um, not fun at all. Zero out of ten. Wouldn't recommend. I just didn't mess with the group. Oh, that's <laughs> um, fair. And it sucks because they were like good friends of mine at the time, and you know they didn't mean anything by it. But I was like, I think I was like in early high school, and they were like, "Hey, you should play D anD D. You seem like you would really like it. You're a theater kid." And I was like, "I am a theater kid." Um, so we went to play, but they just had like this idea of like essentially like since 
your character isn't you in real life and there's no real life consequences mm-hmm. um, you should just do all the dumb things right because it's funnier that way yeah, no, so I, I thought the same when I started to uh, LARP, but it turns out mm-hmm. if you actually hit people randomly <laughs> with uh, foam swords or sticks or whatever, uh, they get mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've, I've always wanted to LARP, but I'll get into that in a second. But yeah, my first ever D&D experience, um, I like tried to play like a really smart character, like very meticulous, like... Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, like, I just got clowned for it, essentially. They were like, your character is dumb and boring, and you shouldn't do that. And <laughs> Damn. I, and I Damn. Like, they hey, just... it's, been it's been fun. I don't think the indies for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, a year and a half, two years after that. Oh, man. Your character is dumb and boring. Wow. Yeah, I know, dude. I remember one scene in particular. This is when they decided that I was my character was boring. Was We were in some some, like, I don't know. Like it was a dungeon with doors essentially, and I was peeking through the keyhole of a door because because you do that in all the spy movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I did that, one of the other players was like, "Why are you doing that? Like it's not you. You can just kick the door in." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to kick the door in." And then he shoves my character aside in game, and he kicks the door in. And I was like, eh, "Why am I even here, bro? If I'm just gonna get clowned on in game <laughs> in real life?" <laughs> like, oh, oh that's unfortunate. I'm real sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> And all TTRPGs, but yeah, I was about to say, hopefully, the experience has gotten much better, especially now that you're a part of a crew who does this on a, what I'm yeah. assuming is like a weekly basis. Yeah, we made them every week. Yeah, it's, it's, and I now I'm spoiled, right? Because I have, mm-hmm. I feel like I have such a great crew to play with all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, no, yeah, I'm not jealous. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think. Not to flex my crew, but I think everyone should be a little jealous. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, I get you. No, is there a pretty great group? I, really fun to play with, like, as yeah. as you know, I, I I saved you the best for last. Yes, I will. You can you can take that clip and share it with everybody oh, if you want to. I'm gonna save this clip. Send it to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. Ah, oh, God, you are you are very entertaining to listen to. I want you to know. I'm so glad you say that because sometimes I worry that I'm just annoying. (laughs) And I'm sure there's people who find me that way, right? Because that's always how it goes. Because I I talk a lot, right? Like I my friend likes to say I have the gift of gab. Right. Uh Usually people find it pretty endearing, but sometimes people find it kind of annoying. Oh yeah. No, I get it. Right? Like I'm not gonna stop. Yeah. I sometimes I like I'll start talking and like I'll say something and I just kinda like go into my like my normal routine and then I stop and then I go Am I being fucking dumb right now? Am I being too loud? Am I being an asshole right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh god, no! But no, you are you are very entertaining to listen to. You are very funny to listen to. I appreciate I, that. Yeah, I um, if uh, when you when you finally get around, here's uh, here's an idea for you. When you when you finally getting around to, um, running the next critically acclaimed tabletop role playing game, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long are we gonna go with that bit? <laughs> it's I don't know, man. It's been going on for years. I, I, I it's almost like a, it's, it's scripted for me, right? Like if I'm about to bring the game up, I almost have to say it that way. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I have to as well. But when you when you run that game, if if you guys run that game, and I hope you do, what mm-hmm. you could do is you could go into uh, the game itself on any of the servers and just find some people that you like role play wise, and be like, hey, I would like to use your character as an NPC. And that would probably make their day. 
Probably That's make their year. Idea. I'm really glad you just said that because I wouldn't have thought of it because I'm dumb, right? But I think I will do that. That's super cool. I like that yeah. idea. Yeah, I know. I, there's quite a few. Um, oh God, I really need to get back into that game. But you could just you could just walk into the, what was it called? The quicksand. The quicksands. Yeah, yeah you could just walk into the quicksands and just like you that one yeah. that one there that yeah. one there yeah exactly couldn't help but notice your rp tag no, I couldn't help. <laughs> hey uh so you got that rp tag up bro i wanna i wanna use your character please oh man it is it is so weird messaging people out of um out of character randomly because uh i do a show on the side which i'm gonna start doing again where i uh where i go around to these locations in game and I like I present them as stages for role playing, and I always like to fill them up with actors, and um, and I don't want to just I don't want to like I don't I don't want to just give you a scene where nobody is in it and it's like empty and kind of boringish. Uh, so I go up to um, I go up to people and I ask them, "Hey, you want to do me a favor?" And I don't know how else to ask. <laughs> I don't want to be like, hey, kid, do you want to be in a video? <laughs> true, 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 true. And there's no good way of doing this. Like, I've I've had to reach out to dozens and dozens of people, and most of them are still in my Discord. And I and I still, to this day, never know how to approach someone. You'd be like, hey, you want to be a part of a video? Oh, could sure use your character. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just stand there. I just need to be alive in this general location. <laughs> and it's so weird. I look forward to the day when I don't have to do that no more. I'm sure you get, like, most of the responses have to be pretty positive, though, right? Like, um, I'm sure. So, best, 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 worst, best slash worst case scenario, they don't respond at all. They're mm-hmm. Like, no one responds. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, all right, so I'll go on to the next one. Uh, worst case scenario... They uh, just block me without <laughs> me knowing, like, without me being able to explain anything. And the best case scenario is they're just like, what do you want now? And I can finally talk to them about it. I'm like, oh, thank God. I can go further in depth with this. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that you get blocked. I guess it's, I don't know, man. Some people block people so fast, it feels like. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe they I mean, made a scammer. I don't know, man. I can't imagine blocking someone for that. Well, the the world can be a scary place, and some people go yeah. into these things to rest and relax. And I, I I know that just speaking in the general vicinity of other people is enough to cause some people's anxiety to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. So That's so the, the 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 emergency block button is always there to keep you safe, I suppose. Yeah, true. What systems besides for because we've been just gushing on Final Fantasy so much, mm. although. Hold on, we're gonna have to keep doing it because I do want to ask you this uh, right. question. Do you think that they're going to keep the job system from Final Fantasy and and like sort of import that over to uh, to um, the tabletop? Do you mean like being able to switch in a moment's notice, or just jobs in general? Uh, let's say let's say both because that would be actually interesting. I didn't think about people being able to like switch at like a moment's notice. Which is something you can do in the game as long as you're not in battle, mm-hmm. um, or like in the middle of doing something. I uh, I should update the game, um, but like definitely the job system itself, like the like like just 
being able to pick from different jobs? I think definitely probably the job system. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if my, my, I, my, in before this is my guess, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do the classic, like mm-hmm. you have your starting jobs that you okay. can pick from, right? For like a level one warrior of light or whatever they call it in the TTRPG, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you as like the DM could then supplement NPCs later on who can be like, oh, you want to be a, I don't know, a blue mage? And then give them that job later on. Mm-hmm. I do think it's hard to translate switching the jobs in a TTRPG fashion because then it almost becomes like multi-classing, right? Right. But in the critically acclaimed RPG, you can't. It's not like you, you like in D and D, for example. You have when you multi-class, you have access to both those skills at the same mm-hmm. time, right? Right. You basically, become like the amalgamation of those two classes. But in Final Fantasy, that's not typically the case, right? Unless you're an Onion Knight, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have one job at a time. So I wonder how that would work. I wonder if you just like, I wonder if your level would just carry over throughout all classes you have unlocked somehow. Yeah. That's, that's, that is going to be interesting. Cause I like, I'm just curious on how they're going to do this. They're going to just bring it in like a, because they're, they're, they are saying they are specifically building it off of final fantasy 14. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just, it's so weird to translate that into a tabletop because in the, in the game itself, you can switch by just changing your weapons. Mm-hmm. But when you're role-playing, it doesn't matter if I have a gun or a knife, I'm still mm-hmm. just a person and I will stab and or slash shoot you depending on uh, like, it doesn't matter what my technical class is is mm-hmm. or whatever it is like that's how in world of warcraft it happens like it doesn't matter what your class is it doesn't matter what weapons it says you're proficient with in game you can still pick up and do whatever you want role play wise because that's what characters can do mm-hmm. i wonder you know because you know how you get like this the the stones the job stones mm-hmm. when you reach like a certain level i wonder if they're going to do that and like i wonder if your job is going to be like physical like that Oh, that would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you, like, I could see then you could argue, like, you know, do whatever, like, change your proficiencies around, depending on which stone, soul stone you have equipped. Mm-hmm. But you only get experience for the job in which you have the job stone equipped. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. I think I would try something. And it is really interesting. To, like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they do it. Because, I, like, I think it's hard, right? Like, you, like... You, I think it's hard with like almost any MMO, mm-hmm. um, but but I'm also biased, right? Because I've just seen the MMO first, and I, I my brain really smooth, right? So I can't imagine like trying to take all of Final Fantasy XIV, the critically acclaimed MMO RPG, and mm-hmm. translating that into like a smooth and seamless TTRPG, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe they won't do that at all, and it'll be like you just pick a job at the start, and then you pick Astrologian because that's the best job in the best game then, as I, all will be forgiven if they include a blitzball class I, I don't care what they do if they're like oh also you can uh you can uh play blitzballer i'll be like all right i'm in 100 percent. i don't give a fuck anymore true 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 i'm i'm really looking forward to it. i'm sure they'll do great because they do great with everything they do at least recently mm-hmm. um but i'm really looking forward to it speaking of you okay you know what blitzball is right no i have no idea I oh, just right. <laughs> so, oh shit! So, Blitzball is uh, from uh, Final Fantasy X, right? Okay. It's the one that you have to like swim in like this big sphere and everything yeah. like that. It's at it's at the beginning of Final Fantasy X where Ramstein uh, is is playing Duhast or no, not Duhast, ah, whatever it is, and um, 
and uh, characters are playing with a ball in the middle uh, of this watery sphere. But um, I I always make the joke that I will 100% only play Final Fantasy XIV if they introduce a Bliss Ball. Um, But there are people, and this is interesting because I think you'll like this. There is a Blitzball League for role players in Final Fantasy XIV, and it gets just as violent as actual soccer games gets. Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. That's cool, though. Like, at one point, like, so people will, like, watch, I don't know how exactly they do this, but they're, like, all these mechanics, and there are, like, actual players on these teams, Mm -hmm. and, um... When one of the uh, during uh, at the end of one of the matches, uh, people were so mad that they they literally killed one of the teams. Jeez. <laughs> just just so you everyone knows what this is like in Final Fantasy fourteen, the critically acclaimed MMO. Scare them away. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. We are Roleplay Rejects, an actual play podcast that is all about new and unusual tabletop role-playing games. Our show explores various role-playing systems and their associated worlds while being guided by one of the rejects as Game Master. Each story is entirely separate and designed to be listened to in any order and comes complete with laughter and sadness. I have never killed anything before. Puns. We struck Yukon Gold! <laughs> and whatever the hell this is. <laughs> so, what are you waiting for? Listen to Roleplay Rejects wherever you get podcasts. Besides for Final Fantasy XIV, like, do you have any settings that you really, like, you just really love to, to play in? You mean like settings like an MMO or settings just like world? Like, kind of worlds well, I like to play in? Maybe I shouldn't have said settings. Maybe I should have said systems. Are there systems that okay. you like much, like you prefer much more than others? Um, the role play rejects and I really like. I say that like I'm not part of the group. Um, we're really big on Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I wasn't big on Pathfinder until I met them <laughs> because like I played Five E like everyone else. Um, I and I, I, I hesitate to say this because I, I do I don't think I did it justice. Mm-hmm. personally but i really like shadows of Asterin, um which is weird because that that is so different from my normal setting i really like high fantasy most of the time right like i want to be able to be like a normal guy and then end up being like some some super cool hero right like the mm-hmm. i like that classic transition right you like the the transition uh the first quest find ladies lost cat yeah, final literally. final pick. quest kill god yeah exactly exactly right like pick me 10 flowers and I think it comes from, and I think this is why role-playing in general is because when I was a, a really little, like when I was a child, right, my role mm-hmm. model, so to speak, as cringe as it sounds, were fictional characters, right? Like I was a really big fan of like a lot of anime protagonists, a lot of video game protagonists, like these larger-than-life heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I live my life trying to emulate that. Um, mm-hmm. And like high fantasy role-playing games kind of give me the opportunity to do that. Oh, I try not to do it too hard on the podcast because I don't want to like play some hero with a big sword every time, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that'll probably get boring. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I do like being like that, being that guy. So I really like high fantasy for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like, but I like Shadows of a Saren because it, it's like 
was like grittier and I, I like i almost want to do it again one day because i really don't feel like i did it justice but it's like really easy to die and so like everything's more tense right because you heal so you heal really slowly um anybody at any point has the potential to like seriously injure you or kill you because it's very like realistic like it's a very low fantasy setting right mm-hmm. um and that's cool because it gives like a different kind of like i still want to do good things but i have to be a lot more careful in how i do it i can't just kick the door down to like to like despite my friends from forever ago right but um so i like i don't know i like some weird mix between like high fantasy and low fantasy it really just depends on what i'm in the mood for it but I, I do i do think pathfinder does a really good job of balancing and letting you still be the hero and my friend gary was talking to me about this not too long ago uh there's just so much content for for pathfinder yeah it's crazy dude like yeah. i remember when damien was getting me into it first he was like yeah just go to this website I, uh i think it's pfsrd 20 or something mm-hmm. and then um i it, you could read for like days bro like there's so many classes and subclasses and like other like like the deities and there's just so much to read up on like yeah there's so much content and it's oh, like yeah and and you can't go on kickstarter these days like like for the last i'm gonna say at least a couple of years without finding something just for pathfinder like mm-hmm. a class or a setting or mm-hmm. or a th- a thematic whatever just just for the uh just for pathfinder itself yeah. especially after wizards shot themselves in the foot again. yeah they doomed yeah yeah god like i don't i i'll be honest with you i haven't talked to much of anybody like i talked to gary and he's playing D kind of sort of but besides him and all the other role players I talk to on a regular basis, um, I don't, I don't hear much of anyone wanting to play D and D much anymore, just because of that. Yeah, it, it's it's great for other like systems, right? Like I, I love it for that, but it's so crazy to be like that much of a giant in the TTRPG space and like, for lack of a better term, just fumble it that hard like yeah you would think you want to keep your player base happy right yeah but, like we're, we're having that same issue happen again with unity in the video mm-hmm. game world as well mm-hmm. and it's just like ah, like do people not watch the news do people not keep up with like business trends and stuff like that or just because... like do you not like i don't get how people don't see like that there are always other options right and like mm-hmm. there comes a point right where people like I, I think D and D five E, a lot of people it was easy, right? A lot of people played it; it was comfortable, mm-hmm. so it was easy to keep playing it, right? So if you, if I was a DM and I wanted to get bring people into CTRPGs for the first time forever, I'm probably just gonna pick up five E because it's a relatively easy system to get into, and everyone's heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then when you shoot yourself in the foot like that, it's like, well, now I'm gonna, I'll pick anything else at this point, right? And it's um, it's crazy because I think I don't know, man. Like I feel sometimes I feel like companies and like. Uh, hopefully no big company sends assassins after me for saying this but sometimes i feel like companies get so comfortable in thinking that like oh like well we're (laughs) we can do whatever like we're so big and like dude the masses will switch up so quick it's crazy like they'll just stop using your product they'll just stop playing your games like ladies and gentlemen we got them we're sending the foot ninjas right now that's what this all is about (laughs) (laughs) we got them <laughs> oh, sending the, oh, they're sending the boys after me, bro. We, but, um, we, we can't have such controversial <laughs> opinions out there. <laughs> oh man, but no, I I get it. Like I I think that okay. So I was again in like a, a, a not an episode not too long ago. I was talking to Gary about this, where I feel like D and D has gotten to the point where it's just like 
like I, it's not I don't even want to use it as an introduction into tabletops anymore because it, it, it's just like well sure it is easy in 5.e and stuff like that and that would be a great uh, introduction there are so many other systems out there that you can get for a much cheaper and mm-hmm. that are much easier to understand and learn for the concept of role playing and then and then like like D has all the mechanics and stuff like that that you have to learn if you just want to get someone into like tabletop role playing in general oh man there are so many fandango not fandango that's an app uh fiasco (laughs) for the movies (laughs) fiasco god i can't remember that fiasco is one of them kids on bikes for the younger generation like like there are so many different tabletops out there that were uh that are just perfect for getting uh, people into the idea of role playing at least on a tabletop mm-hmm. aspect you know what i mean yeah and i i like i like i also like not starting with D D because it just it, it introduces the idea because I, I feel like if you start playing D D 5e it's very easy to stay stuck only playing D D 5e right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like if you play like so many other games are like like you go to your like local game store and there's just like shelves of ttrpgs that don't get looked at yeah and so like i really like that that's one of the reasons i'm really glad we do this like the roleplay rejects do this podcast is because it's like i've been introduced to so many really fun systems mm-hmm. some of them more technical than others some of them more like eh, go with the flow than others and they've all been really really fun um which helps reinforce the fact that at the end of the day like if you have a group of friends that you enjoy roleplaying with you're probably mm-hmm. gonna have a good time regardless of what system you're using obviously you have yeah. something you like more than others but like Oh, and there are so many like one like like do you, you know what one page tabletops yeah. are right? Like I yeah. think you you guys have played a couple of them. Wasn't uh Lady Blackbird one of them? I think so. Yeah, like like you can easily just go out and find one for for literally no money at all. And if you want to yeah. support the creators, you can ba- you can go to their coffee account or or wherever mm-hmm. and pay them like three or four or five bucks and and, and like send them a nice delightful message. Always, you know, support your uh, support the people who make the things that you love, mm-hmm. and uh, and just get your friends together and be like, okay, we're gonna do this. There's one uh, that I desperately want to play with my friends called um, Spaceships and Lasers, or what was it? It's it's it, oh man, I can't think of it. Hold on, Spaceships and Laser Beams. <laughs> Hold on, no, that's not it. That's a recipe thing. The recipe. Oh yeah, this is uh, all recipes on Pinterest, uh, and there's a YouTube account. It's called Spaceships and Laser Beams. That's not at all what I'm talking about. Anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> there are a bunch of easy systems to get into, and I just don't think that D and D is that system anymore. You know? What no, I, mean? I think it's cool because it's now that like playing other games is getting more popular. Like it's like kind of like you were saying, it's easy to easier to see where like D and D. I feel like all the courses of D&D were just kind of accepted because of that name familiarity. And now it's like becoming more and more blatant that like, dude, other games are like just as good, if, if not better in some ways, right? So it's yeah. like, there's no need to like be so hard stuck on D&D, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, like uh, what uh, Joseph was telling me about Cerberus and Cottages or Cottages and Cerberus. That game, that game is so fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I went ahead and backed it on Kickstarter because I was just, I, I looked through it and I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's, it's crazy. It's genuinely one of the most, like, 
it's it, uh, I don't I don't want to like gush about it too. Well, I mean, I kind of do actually. It's Go so ahead. like the art in the book, crazy, like really, really good, and it's just really, really, it's really nice. Like you can make any kind of like any kind of character you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy. Like you can like it's really easy, in, in, at least in my experience, to justify your reason for being with the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like it's it's such a good blend of like I'm gonna go hunt a spooky monster and I'm gonna chill and make my cottage really cozy like it's and it's crazy how those two things mesh really well and like the fantasy aspect is like it just lends itself to you being able to do whatever you want and you still have like the purpose of trying to make your cottage mm-hmm. cozier and that being it just gives you it gives you so much freedom to go out and do like whatever you want right whether it's get advice from your like people on your block or go hunt monsters for like super cool like mixers or whatever like it's crazy that game was so fun i i want to play that game more so bad like yeah. uh, as i've gotten older and like i'm more curious about like getting my son into these tabletops and stuff like that i've been looking at more um more systems that are a lot pokemon or digimon-esque in mm-hmm. a way like i have one here called animon story which is again like a fusion of Pokemon and Digimon shoved together that I really want to play. Um, I've been uh, I've convinced Damien and Stevie to to go on a project with me using Blasting Off Again, hmm. uh, which is a Team Rocket inspired uh, tabletop. So I, I just I don't know why, but whenever something looks anything esque with little monsters that you can play with i am just like oh, i really want to play this for some reason <laughs> but no it's really fun i would highly recommend cottages and Cerberuses. um it was and and it's like it i didn't even expect myself to like it that much because i was like cottage horror i was like oh cozy little fun little game we're gonna be making muffins and stuff mm-hmm. but no that game was so so fun and it would have been fun even if it was just making muffins but that game was a really good time i also really like nova Mm-hmm. Um, we played a little while ago on the podcast but it's like this mech which again didn't think i was gonna like it that much not usually in the mechs but it's really cool if you want to feel really heroic right like the the mechs and the, the pilots and the mechs get really cool powers it's a system that's that lends itself to the players not dying mm-hmm. which some people don't like right some people like the constant threat of death um but sometimes i just want to do cool stuff and not die for it <laughs> right so um, it's right. really that sense oh by like, gila rpgs nova yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah yeah i actually i have some of their stuff actually yeah. nova um, was really really fun i have uh he has made recently uh i don't know if this is also spencer campbell but gila games has um gila rpgs also made um a couple of the games up on my bookshelf uh rune is like this solo uh this solo tabletop role-playing experience that is based off of dark souls Ooh. uh and it's really fun i'll say even though it's solo it's really fun to just like make a drink with my friend and just like sit down and like have this character and just like sort of like have a discussion with my friend as we're like just talking about dark souls and, and like generally what's going on in front of us and make decisions for the characters that way uh is it when you say single player? Do you mean one player, one DM, or just one person? No, actually, just one person. That's it. Okay. It, it is a solo tabletop role playing experience. Uh, solo, believe it or not, solo tabletops have gotten a lot more popular. They have. Uh, I've heard about the them. Same. I've been curious. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can absolutely send you a link to it later. Um, you remember Warframe that I was talking about earlier? Yeah, I've, I've played a little bit of Warframe. 
the guy, Spencer Campbell, he was originally going to make a tabletop uh, for Warframe. Uh, mm. but, but for some reason, people just got so upset over this. Not the company itself, just the fan base of Warframe got so upset over this love letter to Warframe that he wound up canceling it and he made the Lumen system. Uh, mm. Same same guy, again, who made, who got the Rune uh the who made the rune tabletop and actually that's the reason why i even know about runes because i've been following him for quite a long time mm -hmm. i like warframe i really fucking like warframe i i played it there was, I, there was a short period of my life where i played it i thought it was really cool and i just stopped playing it i have no reason as to why that, that's fine it, it, it just is like sometimes <laughs> it is a grindy game let me tell you mm -hmm. what it is, it a, it is a, i really like the, the movement i thought was really cool like i felt so nimble all the time oh yeah it's it a really it is a power fantasy game. It is mm -hmm. one of my favorite games in the world uh, because it was based off of a game called Dark Sector way back when uh, Dark Sector came out on the Xbox 360 years and years and years ago. And uh, the developers who made Dark Sector said, this isn't at all what we want. And so they tried again with Warframe. Yeah. And I am desperately just waiting for the day that they announce a Warframe tabletop because <laughs> I need it in my life so bad. That would be really um, cool. If that ever drops, I'll definitely check it out as well. Because Warframe, Warframe is, like, I don't play it, but I do recognize it as a really fun game. Like, oh, I think it's so cool. Oh, God, it's so much fun. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Let me stop talking about Warframe. <laughs> we can go back to Final Fantasy if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um... I didn't have. A, I, I I want to ask you back the question you asked me earlier about your uh, playing origin stories and like what kind of got you into the hobby. Oh, I have always had just you know a very vivid imagination. Um, I like to play pretend way too much as a child. I mm -hmm. guess that's because of my ADHD rattled mind. I also let's see, man. I can't, it's gotten to the point in my life where I can't even remember the first time. I got into role playing for real, for real. Um, in World of Warcraft, my first role play experience was fumbling around quite a lot because, again, you have to kind of like know a guy mm -hmm. or like stumble upon it. It was World of Warcraft back during Burning Crusade, which is a long fucking. I remember when that dropped. Yeah, that was quite some time. Oh, very shortly when Burning Crusade dropped. Oh God! Actually, how long ago did Burning Crusade come out? Uh, uh, Burning Crusade release date: uh, January sixteenth, two thousand seven. Oh God, I was seventeen. Jeez, I'm thirty three now. I'm about to be thirty four. God, almost fourteen years ago. No, I'm withering away. <laughs> Wesley, I'm, I'm fed. <laughs> I'm being dusted. I'm being Thanos snapped out of existence. Oh, man. You don't. You don't look a day over twenty one, bro. Oh man, my Jordans are creased. Uh, <laughs> I fucking can't do this. No, no more. Bro. I had to steal that one. <laughs> my Jordans are creased, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like such a pilgrim. God damn. Um, but uh, yeah, so Burning Crusade came out and that was my first role playing experience in like an MMO setting uh, for the most part. And ever since then, I've been infatuated with it. Let's see. Tabletop? God, it's I play so many damn tabletops. Um, I'm pretty sure my first 
tabletop experience was D and D three point or was it two point It was a long ass time ago. <laughs> um, it was no, it was two point It was two point I remember. Um, and then, and I had just gotten into this random game. I was so young back then, and it was just like this random game. And I was just like, "Oh, what you guys up to? Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to play. What is this? Is this pretend? I want to play pretend." <laughs> True, it don't be like that. Um, I don't want to exist in the real world for a little yeah, while. I want to <laughs> yeah, play pretend. So true. Play. Um, and uh, but I can't for the life of me, I can't even remember who the GM was. Except I know that he was an older guy and kind of weird. Um, and I was like, okay, these seem like my people. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I kept playing D&D for a little while. And then that led me from th- those into just the wide world of tabletops in general. But actually, I really didn't get into all the different tabletops until only a couple of years ago maybe five six years ago hmm. so i'm kind of late to the whole tabletop scene and i've like i've like my mmo experience has for the most part just been strictly uh mmo and i've sprinkled in like the other role play realms in there at some point like i like i did do larping for a little bit but I found out I just wanted to hit people with a sword. Dude, that, that's really quick. That's why I want to LARP. Yeah, I, I just I, want to hit people with a sword. I went to this summer camp when I was like, I don't know, like a junior in high school. Uh-huh. And it, it wasn't even like for LARPing. But some some of the ca- like camp counselors had foam swords because they LARPed. Mm-hmm. Bro, I love fighting oh. with foam swords. That's just oh, so God, fun. It is. They, need to make a, they just need to make a sport out of it. For real. They do. They do. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. It was so fun. I, I, I spent like most of one day just fighting like with some of the other kids and one of the camp counselors. And that's what we did. They had great swords. They had twin swords. They had like the normal long swords. Yes. Oh, it, was, it was so cool. Um. I have a very fond memory of my brother and I have, I have three sisters and a brother. Mm-hmm. I have met my brother maybe five times in my life. And I have a very fond memory of being real young with him. And he, he had to be a LARPer, right? Cause he had all these foam swords and stuff in his mm-hmm. um, car and he let me take them out and, and play with it, uh, like like sword fight him a little bit. And it to this day, it is one of the fondest memories of just like hitting somebody with a foam sword. I don't have many fond memories of hitting somebody, but it's just one of those memories that I think back to and like, oh, God, I would love to get in LARPing. And every yeah. single time I think about it, I, I just think about my brother who is I don't know where he is at all. I, I, if you're listening to this, Eric, God. Damn it! Get in contact with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, yeah, my experience for role playing has mostly just been MMO because it's just it's such an easy it, it's so easy to access now. Mm-hmm. Almost scary, almost um, terrifyingly so. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know there are some people out there with less than noble intentions. Yeah, uh, somewhat. Yeah, yeah, and there are people out there. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely people out there who, 
uh, who are just getting into it, who have no idea what the other people are up to. Mm-hmm. Well, besides that, yeah, that's my that is my role play. My 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 role play origins. Actually, my role play origins is I came out of a dark alleyway one day when yeah. this kid and his two parents <laughs> were walking down an alleyway, and I. Oh, not the table and I <laughs> threw some dice down as I said roll for initiative and unfortunately the parents slipped and fell on the dice and I had to run away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do. I also wanted to ask um I guess it's kind of a two-part question. Not I know this is I know you're interviewing me, but I, I like these questions and I can answer them too. Uh-huh. Um if if and going going by like the six D and D stats, and I can relist them if you don't have them off the top of your head, what uh-huh. do you think your highest stat would be? Uh-huh. And if you if you had to pick a D and D class that you feel like if if you were a D and D character, you would be this class, what do you think that class would be? Oh god. Um definitely wow. definitely my highest stat will it has to be Oh god. Okay, so this is really difficult because I look at myself and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm 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 a fucking rock. I'm a smooth brained rock. Pet rock. That that is my class, but if, if I have to say, if I if I have to be humble or humble brag, is that what the kids say these days? If I have hey, to be humble, if I have to humble, humble brag, yeah, yeah. If I have to humble brag, I think my highest stat would probably be wisdom okay uh and that sucks because my class if i picked a class that i had to be in D would be probably probably a rogue mm, why rogue? <laughs> i just because i i i spend a lot of my time just plotting and planning mm. uh not in a negative way but like i i play a lot of i i, I tend to be very political about how i approach my schemes as it were my my heists quote unquote um i'm not out there robbing people don't yeah. worry everybody for legal reasons he's not out there robbing. People. i'm not i'm not out there pickpocketing or whatever but i just i have been a person who has always tended to be a jack of all trades so maybe instead of thief bard but i don't know how to play an instrument that's it i can play the harmonica a light. You, you can inspire people. You got a podcast, bro. Your speech inspires me. You know, you can just yeah. be a really, really smooth talker. Oh, I appreciate it. Okay, same yeah. question back to you. Um, I think it's hard. Hey, it's hard for me too. And uh-huh. I, I'm not gonna brag humbly. I think I'm charismatic as hell. But you I'm are also, charismatic. You were very also, charismatic. Thank you. But I'm also really strong. Right? Like, okay, maybe not really strong, but definitely quite stronger than average. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard. But it's definitely between those two stats. I'm, I think. I really want to be able to bench 315 pounds and I'm not there yet. So I'm going to say charisma. Mm-hmm. I've actually been going to the gym to uh, get some, uh, to, to exercise a lot more because I've been trying to take better care of my health. And I've been mm-hmm. slowly learning how to like lift weights properly. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm hoping to like increase that as time goes by. That's my current plan. Like I, like I don't miss leg day, but at the same time I'm like, but I could go over there and lift that bar. It's so, it's so fun. I, I, I don't know why something about the bench press. Just, I don't know. It, it's, it's my little brain, my lizard brain activates. <laughs> I know it's so weird. Heavy <laughs> weight go up, and go <laughs> back down. <laughs> but um, I'm glad, dude. I I always encourage people to work out. Um, I think it's super fun. It gives me dopamine, and I hope it does the same for everyone else. Oh, it does. Um, like I I 
not to not to be uh God, what is that? Uh, I don't want to be someone who sounds like they're a dependent or whatever. I love the runner's high. I like when I run and I get that, like I get off the treadmill and then I get that euphoric feeling of, oh God, mm-hmm. there's so much oxygen in my brain. I'm going to go work out some more. <laughs> it's time to start pressing. It's time to start lifting. Yeah. And then I, I lift- can relate in the past. I used to run a decent amount and I don't run at all. Um, <laughs> I have to get back into it. I, I I literally woke up this morning. I was like, I should start wor- running before my workouts. <laughs> but actually, we'll believe it or not, uh, before you and I uh, got on the podcast, I I got uh, I came I came home for the gym. Nice. Yeah, I got went to the gym. Uh, got my son. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Gym You're day. Gym day is every day. Even twelve hours. Even even before the twelve hour shifts at work. Every Oof. day is gym day. I respect that a lot. Thank you. It sucks a lot. But I, go because, <laughs> I go because I want to take care of myself so I can live a long and happy life with my child. True. Based. Um, I got distracted talking about the gym. Probably my eyes sat, followed closely by strength. And then I think I think I would be either a bard. I'd probably be a bard, but I'd be like a College of Swords bard, I think. I really like hitting things, right? Uh, <laughs> like bring back LARPing, but I'm oh, like, God, yeah. so like, I know, I know there is like a Swords College bard that inspires oh. people with his like sword play. I'd probably be that flavor of bard. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I wouldn't be the bard who sings. I'd be the bard who makes quippy jokes. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's their thing. Like they pull out the lute to start singing, but they're like. So I went to the gym the other day. <laughs> like, that's how I distract people. Hey, it would work on me. I love funny jokes. I could be I the like wingman. That's it. Like it. Oh, same, same, same. Also, <laughs> I always hesitate to say I'd be a bard because there's so much bard slander. <laughs> I know. That's the only downside. It's like, I don't want to. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to be a deviant. I swear to fucking God. I just... I just like talking with people and, yes, and like no. just having conversations. Bring back the true meaning of bard, <laughs> bro. I like, oh man, I get so sad because like, because growing up it was my favorite class, right? Because I was like, oh, jack of all trades, very charismatic, like mm-hmm. the, the face of the party, right? Which is really weird because I wasn't super social, like young. Well, that's not true. Like I was, I was social in the right situations, but. Mm-hmm. Um and now it's just like everyone's like, oh, you're playing a bard, you're gonna roll to seduce everything, and I'm like, no, I'm not, bro, I'm not. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to seduce the dragon. I don't want to seduce the guard. Just, just I let me help you. The wire, man. <laughs> let, I just want to grab someone just to be like, let me help you. That's all I want to do. I just want to inspire you to do great things. Take this D4, bro. Take it and go do great things. Oh, man. Hard if you know bards out there. If you are if you too identify as a fellow bard, we understand <laughs> your pain. Please join us for a moment of solidarity. Dude, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll make a bardic college of my own. <laughs> there needs to be a tabletop that is specifically... Because speaking of deity, one of my favorite campaigns I ever ran I didn't run, but I was ever a part of was a, uh, it was a bards only group, right? Mm-hmm. And all the bards did something different. Oh. And my bard was, uh, cause back in the day I used to be, uh, I, and I still do dress this way, but I, I used to be a punk. Mm-hmm. I, I used to, I have a very punk aesthetic 
And uh, so when I was younger, I wanted to get into like screamo and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I know. Listen, I. No, I, I get it. I get it. um those are old dead dreams now all right but so i used to have this bard in what he would do and i forgot i I know that i didn't make this up myself i know that i got this from somewhere but he would scream like he would take the head of a mace like a flail that's it and he would hold it in his hands and he would wrap the chain around his arm and he would scream into it and cause like bleeding damage and stuff like that that's really cool. Yeah, and so like all the bards were different. Like I think we had like a K-pop bard, we had like a country bard. That's <laughs> cool. I love I love one class groups. I'm going to say yeah. it. I think it's so cool and funny. And I think it's cool to see four people, four-ish people play the same class totally differently. I think that's super cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, we are what man, I don't want to end this, but I'm I gotta have to. We we've hit we've gone over the hour mark and the R mark is a hard limit for me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um I definitely want you back on though. If if I, at I, any I, point this is so I I mean you can just hit me up to talk. Like this has been really fun. <laughs> yes, please, God, I would love uh, oh, Wesley, can, can we be friends? Wesley, yes, I really want to be your friends. Be friends. <laughs> this, is, yeah, this has been pleasant. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm always worried that I'm going to talk too much. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel the same way because it's it's really – no, I don't want to get into this. Everyone already heard this. Thank you, Wesley, <laughs> so <laughs> much. It's been great. Yeah. Man, I really do appreciate you coming on last minute, and I just – Thank you so much for being patient with me while I got everything together. I know that you wanted to come on the podcast, and I know that it took me way too long to get a hold of you. No, you're fine. I'm really glad that all the jokes about, like, oh, man, I hope I get on there at some point. Like, I'm glad it didn't scare you away because I was worried. I was like, I would not sound really pushy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. Like, I... Like I've been like everyone, everyone who I reach out to, uh, like a lot of the role players I've reached out to who have heard the podcast. And I'm like, Hey, you want to come on the thing? They're like, Oh God, yes, please. I just didn't want to be pushy. No, please. For the love of God, tell me. And I will let you come on. I will, I will set everything up and you can come on. You can talk with me. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah. If there's ever another topic you want to chat about mm-hmm. and you want to have me on again, not, not that has to be anytime soon, but I will always make the effort like if you ever ask me to be on to talk about literally anything i will always try my best to make it this this is this is the start of something beautiful it is it is is. this is the start of something great all right Uh, starting today the the last thing i like to ask people before we we hang up the call is do you have any advice for role players of any kind out there yeah i think if I could give any advice to any role player, I guess this is mostly helpful for new role players, but I think it's applicable in any group. Mm-hmm. Is I know everyone talks about episode like zero and what to talk about, mm-hmm. but I think something that gets kind of glazed over, in my opinion, is making sure you all have like the group has an aligned energy, right? Mm-hmm. That they like you don't have to talk about exactly what your character is if you want to keep that kind of a secret, mm-hmm. but making sure like like knowing what the vibe of the group is to make sure your character fits in i think it's really important because it's really hard if for example you 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 want to get big numbers right you want to hit as hard as you can but the rest of the group is wants a mostly role play focused campaign you're not going to have a lot of fun if there's not a lot of combat right so just understanding what the group wants and understanding a way that you can all like get what you want collectively i think is really really important that's good advice that's very good advice thank you so much wesley Thank you. I'm glad. And thank you again for having me. This has truly, truly been a great time.